Welcome to the Dose of Caesar, the podcast that runs experiments and explores new ways of thinking. This is a series where we explore cognitive biases. Cognitive biases are mental traps that we tend to fall into. There are over a hundred of them, but I think if we can define them, then we have the power to avoid these traps. So here we go. Cognitive bias of the day, automation bias. Here's a definition from Wikipedia. Automation bias is the tendency to depend excessively on automated systems, which can lead to erroneous automated information overriding correct decisions. Here is another definition that I cobbled together from several sources. Automation bias is this thing humans do when they choose to follow suggestions from automated systems over other information that tells them to do something else. So let's, let's hear some examples from the internet and these examples are going to come from paconsulting.com. So it says, for example, there are numerous cases of people blindly following GPS, GPS systems, like a group of tourists in Australia who drove into the Pacific Ocean. And I actually actually read this. Uh, there was a Huffington Post on it. Um, it was Japanese tourists who um, were driving a Korean car. <laughs> and they said... Uh, <laughs> they said, well, the GPS told us we could drive through there because apparently it was like low tide, but it got stuck. And they said, I mean, maybe if the car was Japanese, it would have made it. Um, I thought that was pretty funny. And um, but the, the, the paconsulting.com goes on to expand on these examples. And it says um, this sort of thing happens so often in Death Valley, California, that the local rangers have coined the term death by GPS. There are many equivalent examples in aviation, where pilots have trusted automated navigation systems even when their own best judgment suggests otherwise. So yeah, I also read up a little bit on these, uh, this death by GPS in Death Valley, California, where it says that the rangers say that sometimes the GPS is so good that it gives you the, the direct route, like the most direct route, but it uses roads that are not often used. And that are like, I guess, away from any town or gas. So people just get stuck. And now you're in Death Valley. And then you die. And then they can't find you. Because I was reading about this older couple who got lost. And they searched for them forever. And then they just said, oh yeah, well, we searched 5,000 miles or something like that. And uh, we can't find them. But it's safe to say it's too late. And I was like, Jesus. So some examples from my own life. You know, I was reading about this GPS bullshit and I thought about times where I've done something similar, you know? So let's call this GPS mishaps with Caesar. Um, particularly, I used to do a drive from El Paso to Austin. I still do it when I wanna go back home, but in college I did that drive several times. And, um, you know, I liked, I got, I got into the bad habit of, of pushing the limit on my gas. For some reason, I would always want to go to the last gas station possible, last gas station that I could make it with the amount of gas I had. And I would, of course, look on my GPS and calculate, all right, this is 20 miles away. I got 50 miles of gas, and this is an actual this is one particular instance when I had about 50 miles of gas left, which was my, what my car was saying. So there was like three gas stations on the way. And the farthest one was 20 miles away. Then the next one after that was something crazy, like 60 miles or something. So I was going to go to that last, the third gas station. 
And I too, I did go because I had 50 miles of gas left. So I make it 20 miles away and I get there and the gas station is there, but it's closed. It's closed like forever, you know? So now, oh, I forgot to mention that mother nature was calling. <laughs> mother nature was calling and saying, hey buddy, you gotta take a deuce soon. So now I'm outside this gas station that's closed forever and I'm about to shit my pants. Thankfully, there was another gas station about 20 miles back. So I drove and I made it with about 10 miles of gas left. But that is one particular moment when I remember trusting the audio, the automation system, trusting that it would know that, that the, the gas station wasn't closed. And um, it failed me. It failed me. Why is this bias important and how can we avoid it? It's important because um, so that we can stay safe in an increasingly automated world. Yes, I understand technology is good, but sometimes it doesn't take some important human factors in, like, uh, into account, like possible bodily harm or maybe the fact that you might shit your pants if you don't find a restroom soon, you know? Um, a lot of automated systems also work off of uh, data sets, which limits their ability to uh, predict changes in the future that have not happened in the past. I'm sure as technology gets better and better, these these things are gonna, these things, I mean, they're, they're gonna be able to account for more things. However, also as we use more AI, I think automation bias is gonna be more important because we have to understand, am I gonna shit my pants if I follow the suggestion of this automated system? You know? So how do we avoid this? Well, to avoid this, we can increase our accountability and perhaps take a moment to think about uh, what the automated system is telling us to do and think, does it make sense? Are there any potential risks? You know, instead of just blindly driving into the Pacific Ocean. And with that, I think we'll be able to make better decisions. So now you know about that mental trap. Reach out to me on Instagram at the dose of Caesar to let me know your thoughts and experiences with this psychological trap. We'll talk to you next time.